Hi. I'm sorry. What are you trying to do here? I don't think I've ever seen something so uninspired. What am I listening to here? It's bad. Oh, God, that is It's just, terrible. it's bad. 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 And now, face the critics. Hey, guys, Wyatt Bunts here. We had a little mic issue at the beginning of this episode, so I'm going to lead us in with just a quick, efficient intro to say that Face the Critics is a podcast where Stuart F. L. Brown and Wyatt Bunce, myself, face the critics with creative works in progress. It's where we put our hands to the fire, to put our flames in the, our irons in the flame and put our, our souls on the line, on the fishing line and we give it everything we've got. So without further ado, I'm going to take you right into Letters from the Road. I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. There were some critics. And I, I, I promised, you know, I, I don't want to make this a show where we shame critics, but I did promise my sister I would bring up her criticism on here. She called me and she said, great podcast. I love the podcast and it's so fun. And... And I said, and then there was a big, thank you, Devin. (laughs) I think I was waiting for it. I was holding my breath. When is the, when is the other shoe going to drop here? And sure enough, it did. It doinked me right in the head. She said, she says, but you say, I love that too much. And she's absolutely right. I said, listening back on these tracks, I say, I love you. You present something. I go, I love that. Wow, I love that. I love that. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. It's one it's like an unconscious compulsive thing that I do that and I actually noticed I've already done it once on this episode. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah. So I've been coping with that that criticism. Yeah, I I don't want to interrupt your letters from the road here, but well, um, it's too late. I guess now's probably a good time to say it's hard to give feedback between each other and I was trying to think who the most appropriate person uh, would be to give you feedback and I decided it was Devin so I reached out to her and kind of gave her a laundry list of things that were really irking me and that was the one that she thought we should start with so um, I'm glad you received it and you're already paying attention because <laughs> you really do say it a lot I mean wow so often. no I, I love that I love that I love that for you that you did that so yeah, so we released our we released our episode. That was fun. It's fun to to have followed through on that, and it feels like we've got the gears turning now. There's more accountability to uh, share this and be good about it weekly, and it's so fun. I love doing it. So that was good, and I I also felt more. So it rained last week, and I think the rain washed away some of my malaise, and I felt. Um, yeah, I felt a, a, I felt more energized and I felt more creative. I had some more creative energy. Did some good painting. Felt good about some writing stuff. So that was nice. Well, there's a little pandemic going on. I don't know if we've mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if we've covered that. <laughs> yeah, so that's no fun. Hey, I don't well, like that. speaking of critics, something we got some really yeah. positive feedback on was a real doctor. Uh, my, our friend Weston told us that he really liked our COVID coverage, so we don't need to hold that. That's back. right. We've got the stamp of approval from 
you know, a medical professional. So a frontliner Take that. Yeah. Thank you, Wes. Shout out to Wes. The days have blur together so much. I mean, it's just like, it's hard. It's hard for me to say where this week began and where this week ended. So my, basically my letters from the road, unfortunately has to be centered around one of our very few critics. Um, my sister, Devin, whom I love very much. And I'm very sad to see has joined the other team. And I love that for her. <laughs> I love that for you too. I, um, <laughs> right. I gotta be honest. I did not hear the last 12 seconds of what you said due to connection issues, but, um, basically I said something about I, the, the days have blurred together. It's hard for me to remember mm. where my last week began and ended and what my letters from the mm. road are this week. I think creatively i said as i said i'm feeling better i'm feeling more energized and that always ups my mood i have been switching up my walk route and that mm. also like it's so easy to get it's funny how easy it is to get stuck in the you know creature of habit but mm-hmm. um exploring new territory on the walks that's stimulating new areas of my brain the wild wonderful world of my neurological activity and oh gardening (laughs) well a big event this week you know as you can see it was a quiet week for Wyatt but big event this week was I the rains are coming it's gonna rain again tonight I mean maybe Mm -hmm. in a minutes and I have prepared all I've started gardening as you know and I prepared my garden for the rain um which was fun it took me a couple hours I brought all my plants out my indoor plants outside i um fertilized the uh roses and um and so i i feel like uh the metaphor is not lost on me that you know fertilizing my soul for this rain too to um bloom mm. fruits of the creative of the creative Sweet. process of the yeah. Wyatt anyway. was just telling me before we, we started today that he was hoping to get a little tribal dance to Here Comes the Rain Again, um, which was prob- probably the human equivalent of fertilizing yourself before the rains happen, you know? Shout out to Annie Lennox. I mean, come on. Come on. Walk with me. That part of the song always gets me <laughs> oh, so much. It's, it's like so good. lovers do. <laughs> I have to say, Sweet Dreams is, I, I recently came back onto my radar. It is one of, I mean, it, it, I, I think it's one of the best songs ever made. I'm going to come out and say it. It, like, transcends music. I mean, what? It's so when, good. When that so first creative, synth hits, unique. you're, like, instantly in. Yeah. Well, great, Wyatt. Glad to have you here. You know, we've talked about kind of this as being one of the key things in our like structuring of weeks. It's like, oh, we're doing another face the critics. That means a week has passed. And it's kind of similar for me. It was kind of hard to draw my lines for letters from the road. I similarly, you know, as Wyatt mentioned, we we put our work out into the world and um, got some some feedback from critics nearest and dearest. Um, and I was told that... I um, was a bit cringy on my transition uh, into Face the Critics. So, um, oh, who, cringe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who, you know, I I really 
uh, trust mm-hmm. um, laid it on me. And um, so you can rest assured for this episode, when we get to face the critics, I will be very, very cool and laid back and uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> and relaxed. He's turning down the dials for that face the critics part <laughs> way down. Um, for two, but y- that means I'm going to have to fill that space and now I'm going to be cringe you're gonna be so cringy you're gonna just be screaming i love that i love that i i love that i love that um i (laughs) jabbing me (laughs) um no i i as you may have noticed wyatt with all my jabs i'm I'm feeling a little frisky today and i've been feeling frisky friskier in general which is generally a good sign for me it's it it's energy level and and also where I am um, more creative and more willing to take risks. No, no coincidence that frisk and risk sound so similar. Wow. Um, and God. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry about that one. But uh, but yeah, the um, I apologize. That was special. There, there was the release of the podcast, which was energizing and fun, and and uh, you know just validating in many ways and. And then um, I've just had some good routines, been cooking a lot this week, which feels good. And um, uh, so, yeah, I've been overall in a better place. And I, over the weekend, didn't really do much. Um, had a outdoor hang for someone's birthday where we did a lip singing contest. Hey, and, sorry, a what um, contest? I, uh, you cut out. A lip lip syncing contest and it was really fun and um my fiance margo for our listeners and i did loathing from wicked and (sighs) choreographed a little ditty and um we absolutely crushed it i mean we dominated the competition of course you did uh, no of course you did it (laughs) it was very very strong competition but it was a really fun party and it was fun to choreograph something with my partner and and break it down and and execute together i miss i miss lip syncing um, i miss karaoke I'm, i miss it all oh so much so what, what much. can we yeah this was a good teaser take a fun little tangent right now and say what's your top yes. karaoke song if you coming back off okay Stu, oh. coming back hot off the press off of uh covid is gone now everyone's back to normal yeah. life you go into your first karaoke bar you have one song what is it Oh man, holy shit! Um, I you know karaoke song picking is very stressful for me, and I often I end up going too dramatic and serious. So, um, you know, one of my most proud karaoke moments is when I did Unchained Melody at like an open mic karaoke, but it was the wrong vibe for it. It was like a night Friday night. People were like partying and try to have fun. And I was just laying it all out there. I love Suspicious Minds by Ooh, Elvis. God, and you'd be good at that one. I knew it. Thank you, Wyatt. I, you know, that was like, I first developed my love for that on rock band. Mm. Um, and now I bring it to the karaoke world. But then Creed is always good. Uh, yeah. Always good big, to fall back on big Creed. Creed guy. Um, and yeah, those are kind of my, my hits. What about you, Wyatt? Two, two avenues for me. I've been in a big ABBA phase and specifically Mm. knowing me knowing you 
I know that's a little bit darker, a breakup song, but the lyrics are so... Okay, can I say the, the lyric, walking through an empty house, tears in my eyes. Is that not a story in five words? I mean, that is pure yeah. poetry. Walking... Oh, and then, um, in these empty... Wait, uh, wait, in these old familiar rooms, children would play. Oh! Those lines just... Yeah. It's just efficient lyricism right there. Yeah. Really efficient. Gets you right right in the heart right away. I feel like everyone has had that experience of, or many people have that experience of walking through an empty house, feet, crying. Because mm-hmm. you're moving, because yeah. of a breakup, because you're graduating, because of whatever. Yeah. That feeling is so relatable and so poetic. So I've been a bit, big mm-hmm. ABBA phase. I've listened to that song so many times that I do think I could get the lyrics um i also have been in a big since the bg's documentary <laughs> huge bg's phase and uh obviously i can't hit those you know robin gibb barry gibb high notes <laughs> i have been trying specifically tragedy <laughs> tragedy <laughs> i'm sure you can <laughs> um I'm sure you could oh what a I hope you stay in this phase until we can go to karaoke again because I really need to see Wyatt on a BG song <laughs> oh. in a karaoke bar. I think um, You Should Be Dancing would be really fun to do. Yeah. You should be dancing. And and not too many lyrics. Just got to hit the high notes there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, very long tangent, but I, I think uh, I'm glad we did that. That's about it for me on my Letters from the Road. Um. You know, I, I wrote one of my poems was about uh, golf a couple weeks ago in our first episode, yeah. golfing with my dad. I um, went and played a friend in golf on Saturday morning, and it was really nice. It was nice to get competitive. I hadn't been like, we weren't like that competitive, but I hadn't been competitive mm. with someone in so long. It was just nice to, you know, have high stakes where I was like trying to make a putt or make a shot and stress. You about don't it. feel that competitive on uh, the show? Uh, no, no, Hmm. no. I really feel like we're two, two sides of a ladder kind of reaching out and making rungs with our hands each time we grab, climb to the top of the ladder. Very. That is, I podcast success. That is both beautiful. And I might also add very convoluted imagery. That was hard for me. That was a little, at times, hard to follow, but I... Um, yeah. I just want it to be clear, we are the ladder. We're not <laughs> climbing right. the ladder. We are the ladder. <laughs> we are the ladder. And the critics, <laughs> the critics would be um, rust mm. and wear and tear, and also the kid who comes by exactly. and shakes the ladder as you're, you know, you get it. Well, that's my letters from the road. Thank you, Stu. Thank you. Are you missing competition, Wyatt? By judging by how you're trying to inject it into this podcast, <laughs> it seems like you might be. Yeah, um, it kind of given the amounts of testosterone, I'm just like oil spilling everywhere I go. <laughs> I, it's just it just follows me. No, I, um, it's a good question. I I think, hmm, I think I did get I did get a lot of that out in rock climbing when I was going regularly before mm. the pandemic to the gym. Uh, 
And I, I'm wondering if I, where I'm getting that energy out. If I am, maybe it's, maybe it's going right here into this podcast. No, 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 no. I'll, uh, I'll every time uh, after we, every time after we finish an episode, Wyatt looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, "You destroyed Stewart in those face the critics this week." Yes. Yes. <laughs> My do- I'm scaring my dog. It's okay. It's okay, Pippa. It's okay. It's called testosterone, okay? <laughs> and Daddy has got weight. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a good question. My uh, competitive outlets. I, I'm going to think about that. That's gonna, that might be my intention this week is to think about where my competitive energy is going. You know, there comes a time in every, in every podcast especially this one yeah. where the i guess it's a sort of moment yeah. of truth right no it's just a time where you you know totally chill you just gotta face the critics you gotta face them just face them straight up not a big deal just face the <laughs> critics just face the critics face the critics face them. it's no big deal it's no big deal face just face them stand up and face the critics just face just face just face the, just critics. Face just face the critics just get up and face the critics yeah. it's not that hard it's not a big deal you don't you don't need to force it. You really don't need to force some elaborate transition. It's not that hard. You just, you just face the critics. Okay. Step it up. Just go. You know. Yeah. Just. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So face the critics. <laughs> it's time to face the critics. <gasps> oh no! Help me. Mamacita. Welcome to Face the Critics. This is the part of the podcast where Stuart and Wyatt take some sort of work in progress, creative snippet, oftentimes very half-baked to take the pressure off. Mm -hmm. And we just share it. And we let you hear it. And we let, you know, I let Stuart hear it and Stuart lets me hear it. And and further down the line, we're going to have guest critics on to hear it too. And it's just the time where we open our selves up for vulnerability Stu, do you want to start us off yes i do um you know well i just want to start off by last week i shared a very half-baked um intro which you now have probably heard a couple times at the start of our podcast um, it's so good it is so good <laughs> that was really fun it was also a really awesome foray into like just relearning some old um, as I mentioned last week, some old garage band skills. So that's been fun. That's not where I'm going this week though. Um, where I'm going this week is, and you can tell by how long my lead up is, it's directly inversely related to the quality of my piece is how long the buildup to it is. Um, but it is related to, as Wyatt mentioned at the start of this episode, the GameStop phenomenon, which I, I actually got some skin in the game and by skin in the game I mean you know about uh seven hundred eight hundred dollars so curious to hear if of, you of play money last last Tuesday it was um when it was trading at like 30 not to use too many jargony terms here for our listeners no, but it was trading at like 35 dollars all the jargon um trading at like 35 dollars and then it it's just blown up to be 10 times that over the last week and it's been a very crazy time um 
just to summarize it briefly based on my understanding is essentially um, what large hedge funds do to make money is they, well, not, well, one of the ways they make money is they pick a company that's failing and they buy shorts, which is essentially a bet that's saying like this company is going to fail. So we can buy um, and then quickly sell again these stocks and then it'll drop down and we'll get to keep all that money that we that we made i'm not explaining that correctly but essentially they're betting on the company to fail and what they ended up doing was they bought so many shorts that it was way more than the actual value of the company they were playing with all this imaginary money that was worth way 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 more than the company itself so some people on the internet were like hey we should buy this stock and then all these major hedge fund hedge funds will have will not be able to win on their shorts Mm -hmm. and that's essentially what's happening and they've triggered these like cascading effects where these hedge funds are losing billions of dollars they're going out of business and it feels like a rebellion of sorts for you know the everyday investor who you know is getting their bailout check and hates wall street and um it's been a crazy phenomenon so i have been trying to just increase confidence and try to put you know a little more character acting stuff out into the world. So I was thinking about how to do a character regarding this hmm. GameStop uh, fiasco. And I decided it'd be fun to do the son of Citron, which is the hedge fund that first died because of this. Um, do a scene where I am the son of the, the hedge fund hedge fund manager at Citron and I am also the guy who told Wall Street bets that they had bought way too many shorts. Um, and I'm just, you know, apologizing and explaining to my dad um, what happened. Okay, so this is son of Citron Hedge Fund. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, no, da- Dad, I. I'm I, I'm sorry. I didn't understand. I didn't really understand what I was doing. I mean, you're the hedge fund manager, Dad. Okay, I I was just talking to some of my friends on Reddit, and and I I said that you guys had bought a lot of shorts. No, no, Dad. It's I. Uh, it's okay. Like I I invested. I, like I've already got fifty thousand dollars in my bank account, and Dad, it's going so high. It's gonna go crazy high. We'll be fine, Dad. No, no, Dad. I. You don't you don't understand. I I was just talking with some of my my friends on on Wall Street and, and uh, Wall Street bets. I mean, and isn't this what you want from me? Like you keep saying I gotta care more about money and and invest and 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 do my you know like make my money work for me. And I'm doing that, Dad. Well, aren't you the hedge fund? Shouldn't you shouldn't you have like risk mitigation or something? It's not my fault, Dad. I'll give you some money. You can take some of my money. It's fine. I've got tons of it. I'm like rich now. <laughs> I I'm not going to say the forbidden words, the two words that Devin Devin okay. said I'm not allowed to say anymore. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I I have a feeling um maybe one or two of our listeners is a little triggered, maybe that hits close to home <laughs> for some people out there. Uh no, I I love that. And I was thinking it could be funny um Stu if I said I love that. Wow. I think it could be funny, Stu, if you, uh, if it went 
more into like a, a like he really starts throwing a fit like like a nine year old like oh my god dad what <laughs> dad I put the money in dude yeah. I did what you told me to oh my god and <laughs> <laughs> just like really you're right that would be better <laughs> or just like, like escalate it you like, know into that zone yeah I, I, I feel like. He also, I also could have done a better job of like him it escalating as he learns how much their life, how like bad it is for his dad, you know, for like the stakes are actually like oh, his dad's yeah. hedge fund is going out yeah. of money and going out of business and they're like going to have to sell the vacation house and like all that stuff. <laughs> oh. oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. oh. malformed. I'm going to edit the shit out of my, uh, my um, responses. Oh, I thought. <laughs> oh, no, not here. It's because I keep saying the forbidden words. Enough about me. Um, no, I. It's hilarious. The the dad, the the millennial son of the dad, who are pitted against each other by this classic tale of Wall Street betrayal. <laughs> yeah, there's room. There's room. It was malformed, as I said, long intro, but. Um, that's my first uh, character to face the critics. Beautiful. Thank you, Stu. Thank you for getting vulnerable and and sharing a beautiful character. Uh, okay, so I guess that means it's my turn. So I have I have a character as well that <laughs> I thought of today, and this will be, uh, yeah, definitely work in progress. So the character is the energy healer who is trying to get his client to open their heart. And uh, I've been I've been reading, I was reading The Untethered Soul today, and, and there's a lot of uh, talk of keeping your heart open. And it is such an abstract concept, so that, that kind of got me thinking about this. But so... Um, yeah, you imagine I'm the energy healer and and trying to get this person to open their heart. So, okay. Okay. Good. Now, if you could just take a long inhale and exhale. Open your heart. Open your heart. Open your heart. Uh, okay, good. Very good. Um, let's try that again, but this time just really try and open your heart. Inhale and let it all out. Open your heart this time, okay? <sighs> open your heart, open your heart. <sighs> okay. Um, <sighs> let's see. Uh, you're not opening your heart, so let, let's try that again. So inhale. And exhale. Open your heart, open your heart. <sighs> open it, open it. Okay, you're not opening your heart, okay? <laughs> so when we exhale, you're supposed to open your heart, and your heart has remained closed. Does that make sense? Okay, do you want to try this again? Because you're not opening your heart. No, it, it's not an abstract concept. So let's do it. It's simple. All right, let's go. Inhale. Very good. Okay, inhale. Deep, in, deep into your lower lungs. And exhale, open it, open your heart! Your heart is closed, it's pathetic, I don't know how to get it open, and that's step number one for me in order to make this 
uh, work is you have to open your heart, and you haven't done that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where it's going. Um, something about the energy healer who is goes from being very patient, very gentle, to being pissed that, like, <laughs> you're not anyway it's so good i love it i love the it's such a perfect format for like swelling like stakes raising every time with each like deep breath that's supposed to be like you know it's like just a nice tempo to a scene it was really okay. funny <laughs> open it open it open it and like the like the urgency on the exhale when it does yeah. <laughs> oh man i love it let me try and think of some knee-jerk reactions i had um critique me yeah i think i think it's i think it's really really great i'm trying to think of what i would what i would uh want any wrecks i want him to like i Um, I suppose you should go all the way and just like really you know go off the edge with it like yeah (laughs) for the love of you know like i i sometimes i'm a little uh self-conscious about screaming because i live i live (laughs) below someone but (laughs) <laughs> to be like someone else yeah for the love of god <laughs> open your heart it's not that hard. you already opened it for you you already opened it for you you could do like a here watch me it's yeah. not that hard watch me you see this this is what an open heart looks like <laughs> take my shirt off exactly exactly like start take a knife to my chest my heart this is enough is open can you see it do you want to see it <laughs> Uh, good stuff how'd that how'd that come to you today Wyatt well I was so you were working on reading a book well I, I am reading a book called The Untethered Soul which is about okay yeah I mean about opening your heart keeping your heart open and kind of about energy storing how things um the, the idea is we choose to fixate on certain things and and we protect ourselves by closing up around those things like instead of letting things move through us and it, it talks mm-hmm. about just, like, it says several times, like, just open your heart. And I, I think I do understand that. It's about sort of relaxing and not um, relaxing and not resisting any emotion that comes up. But <laughs> I was thinking, like, <laughs> it, 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 like, I was thinking, like, okay, what does it really mean to open your heart? What, like, what does that actually mean? And I, I, I don't know if I really know on a, a truly, I don't really know what that means. So... I was like, I was imagining someone getting upset at someone else for not opening their heart. Like, it doesn't look, no, you haven't done it. And like, how can you see that? There's no like visible way to see whether someone. Yeah, how could you not? How could, yeah. So, so that was kind of the progression. I was listening to it on a walk this morning. Imagining like post couples therapy, like one, one of the partners being like, you're not doing the, oh man, like you're not filling my bucket enough. You're not doing enough to fill my bucket. (laughs) Oh, that is good. Oh. Uh, they said we needed a full bucket. My bucket's not full. Yeah. You said you were going to show up by filling your own bucket with self-love. But you showed up and your bucket was empty. <laughs> Use all those self-help metaphors. Oh. Uh. Well, Wyatt, that was uh, a lovely face the critics. Should we go to our intentions? Yes. Yeah, we've got to think about our, our intro for this. You mentioned good. I'm making up like good, good intentions. Good, good, yeah. good intentions. Yeah. 
I'll think about good intentions. Yeah, sure <laughs> <laughs> She's taking good We should do actually. Intentions. We should collaborate on a on a song on a song for this, and it could be really bad. <laughs> I'll think it. Uh, we should try and harmonize, I but I, me trying to harmonize it will not go well. For some reason, the. For some reason, the Beach Boys bass part solo is really cracking me up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what that guy looks like. The Beach Boy bass singer. How he sings like... Lots of head turns Uh with each note, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so intentions this week. Do you want to start us off, Stu? Yes. Do you have an intention ready? Um. Uh, I do. I have an intention this week. I I guess I don't really have a longer creative, a wider scope, mm-hmm. uh, creative goal right now. Something that's come up a few times is like, you know, I really enjoyed the imp- the structure of improv class, and mm-hmm. I never auditioned for the next level, and I feel like I could probably do that. Uh, if that was something I wanted to get back into, but even that is still like, what is that towards? I guess uh, when I take that next step, so yeah. Yeah. room for some soul searching there, um, and not necessarily come back next week with answers, but at least be able to say like, well, I thought about it. <laughs> so, just having the intention there is powerful. I think my intention for this week. Like, I, I was talking earlier about it's going to rain, and I want to listen to Annie Lennox's Here Comes the Rain Again. And yeah. and I actually want I want to follow through and, like, you know, because I, I live alone and, you know, in quarantine, just, it's it's a lot of me time. And I, I do want to create yeah. experiences. Like, I, I, I've been sometimes just going through the motions. I walk my dog without really thinking about where I'm going. Mm. I start writing or whatever then i start teaching then i start um painting but i really want to like put in the effort to create an experience of doing that so with here comes the rain again i want to actually do that i want to light some incense put that on and actually dance Mm. for no one but me i love it and then painting um i want to like get in I want to wear what I want to wear while I'm painting. You know, I, like I want to be actually mm. put on an outfit that I like and 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 go paint wearing that outfit. And oh, love it. So yeah, I guess put, putting in that effort to not going on autopilot. I think it's putting putting me in a bit mm. of a sleep. I'd like to get out of that. I'd like to start exploring, even if it's in my own apartment, even if it's keeping exploring my body on the dance floor. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you're either getting better or you're getting worse, Wyatt, and I don't want you to lose those dance moves, so <laughs> this is exciting for me to hear. Um, yeah, that that's so lovely. That's um, I totally agree. You know, I for this lip sync thing that I mentioned in Letters from the Road, like I wore, I put on makeup to look like the Wicked Witch from the West. Yes. And, and it was so fun. And oh, so, good. Uh, so not to say you should maybe put on makeup while you dance, but... Um, I support it if you want to, and it, it, it's that's just a, important to yeah to break break the routine and to get dressed up and and do something. Fun. That's a fantastic idea. Proud of you. The other thing is like, you know, every once in a while I enjoy a drink while I'm painting, 
it's kind of my night, mm-hmm. a nice night thing is I'll have like whatever, a glass of wine or something. But I'm thinking now, yep. I, why not make a very nice cocktail for myself and have that while I'm painting? Ritualize it a little bit. Yeah. 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 Bit. At least the first one, the, yeah. the next five that I have throughout the, throughout the night will be probably get sloppier as they go and until the sixth and yeah. seventh will be, you know, barely getting those down and then the eighth, ninth, and tenth. Usually I'm outside by that point. There's just a more primal energy that yeah. comes up. You know, you know where I go for the 11th, 12th, and 13th. But Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, talk about fertilizing the garden. <laughs> that, that is... I wake up and just... <laughs> my garden. Covered. Oh, God. Oh, that would be so funny. If my garden's all dug up like some kind of Tasmanian <laughs> devil or like... You're just like covered in soil and dirt. (laughs) Well, thank you all for joining us for Face the Critics, episode three. Um, I'm Stuart Upfull Brown. And I'm Wyatt Bunce. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next time.